Good morning and welcome to another podcast with yours truly, me, Daryl J. Bennett. I know I say good morning and it may not be morning when you hear this, but you know what? Morning is a season. It's not just a time. So wherever you are, however you're listening to this, whatever the season in your life might be, I want to speak morning over your life, that there is a time of great dawning of potential and power and clarity. And that's what this message is about. I want you to listen in on a live that I did recently for my Facebook and YouTube audience. And it is really about the power of perspective. See, you will live and die by the power of your perspective. Sometimes it's not what happened to us. It's the story we tell. It's how we see it. It's how we talk about it. And so today, I really want you to be encouraged as we go into the new year to change your perspective. And as you change your perspective and you elevate your perspective, I promise you, it will change and elevate your life. Please follow us on all the social media channels because we're doing inspiration every day, all the time. I truly believe that I've been put on earth to motivate people. And I want to thank you for listening. Can't wait for you to enjoy this. The power, the power, the power of perspective. Let's listen in. What's up, my people? <laughs> What's up, precious people? It is a honor, a prev- privilege, and a blessing to be able to speak with you today. I want to share with you a word that just was in my heart when I woke up. I don't know if y'all one of those people, you wake up with something on your mind. Sometimes I wake up with a song. Sometimes I wake up with an issue on my mind, but there are times, I'll tell you, at least two to three times a week where I wake up and it's like, it's it's a word that's in my heart. It's a word. And when I say a word, I'm not talking about a long word. I'm not talking about many words as you and I understand the semantic of words versus words. I'm talking about one word that is generally um, speaking to something going on in my life. And, and I have learned over time that because I am a motivator and because I am an encourager that... I really should be sharing more what comes to me um, because I know that if I'm struggling with it, there's a lot of other people struggling with it. Let me just say this. This year was a year of great transition for me. It was a year of um, sudden exits for me. And it was a year of really testing my faith in a lot of ways. And I'm still going through it. Um, But, you know, I I do believe this. I do believe this, that he that began a good work in me will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And I do believe that sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And I also believe that what we consider bad, what we consider worse, what we consider hard, what we cry about here on this earthly plane that we would see was really for the glory of not just God, but for us to be our best selves. So I prayed a prayer earlier this year that I thought about this morning. I said, maybe I shouldn't have prayed that, God. (laughs) I prayed. I said, Lord, take everything out of my life that's stopping me from being the great person that I know you've called me to be as you've called us all to be great in our own way. And I said, Lord, just help me to remove myself from people, places, and things that are holding me back. And that was a hard prayer. Well, it was easy to say, but to see it kind of come to fruition, <laughs> it's been a little challenging. But I have something I want to share with you today. I actually have two words and I'm going to connect them, but I have two words because um, I just believe that this is a season of great transition for a lot of people. And I want you to know that uh, many times we think we are looking for, many times we're asking God to do something, but I've come to to believe that sometimes 
it's not that we need it done. We just need to see what's already done. <laughs> we need to see it's already done. Um, have you ever, I don't know, this just came to me. I know this has happened to me. Have you ever stressed out over money or a bill or something? And when you went to go check your bank account, the money was already in there? Because maybe you were expecting it, but you thought it would come two weeks later or three weeks later. Or somebody said they were going to send you something. Or maybe it was coming from a business that you have or a job or something. And they're notoriously late. So you figure it's going to come, but you don't know when. But you're wondering how you're going to pay for such and such and so. And in the midst of that worrying and struggling and trying to figure out how you're going to figure things out, you go and check on your accounts and then you look and you realize, oh, the money's there. And I believe that that's many times what happens to us. It's already done. It's already finished. The work is already complete. And we're asking God to open a door, but the prayer really needs to be, God, show me the door that's already open to me. Today, I want to bring you to 1 Corinthians, excuse me, Chronicles, chapter number 14. And this really just blessed my heart so much. I've heard it many times, but I want to share it with you today because I think this is the perfect way to go into the last part of this year. It says, and David, I'm in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, I keep saying Corinthians, y'all, 1 Chronicles. I want to be in Corinthians. I'm in the, the Old Covenant. First uh, Chronicles chapter 14, verse 2. And David perceived, remember that word because we're going to come back to it. And David perceived, I'm going to say it a third time because I want this to just melt in your spirit. And David perceived that the Lord had made him king over Israel. For his kingdom was lifted high because of his people Israel. Now remember when I shared the word across the pulpit a couple weeks ago, I talked about the fact that whenever you see the word perceive, witness, or discern in scripture, it's what the mind is understanding what the spirit has already grasped. You need to get this because remember we're triune beings, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body. And so there are many things that the spirit already knows, the spirit's already in tune with. That's where the intuition comes from. It doesn't come from the mind, it comes from the spirit. The hairs that people say raise up on the, you know, the end of your neck, on the back of your, wherever it raises up. That gut feeling, that spirit, that spirit, that spirit. That's why you can't put a language to it. You can't put a finger on it, but you just know that you know. You walk in a room and it just feels weird. You can't put your, 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 your mind didn't come up with that. Your spirit told you there's something going on here. Something's happening here. There was an argument or something foul that's taking place. And, and, but the mind, the mind, so you think of the body, you think of the flesh, you think of the spirit, you think of those as like almost, in some, in some cases, there's two opposing ends, but then in the middle is the mind that's sitting in the middle of the seesaw. And the mind, the mind, the will, the psyche, that's what we call psyche from Latin, mind, will, emotions. We're talking about your mindset, your mindset, the way that you perceive things, the way that you discern things. This is when your mind is picking up what the spirit has already seen. And so it says that David perceived he was king. I'm gonna tell you why this encouraged me, because he was already king. <laughs> I could sign off right there. I could, because that, that ought to bless you. He was already king. Remember I told you about, I know I'm not the only one that is in the past fretted over paper dollars only to realize it was already there. <laughs> so do you feel a little foolish because you sat there trying to figure out a plan of what you wouldn't do, only to realize it was already there? David was already king. This, this first Chronicles chapter 14 is not 
the scripture about how David becomes anointed or appointed or inaugurated or consecrated or set up as king. He was already king. It's just that he hadn't perceived it. He hadn't perceived it. It had been 20 some years before, almost. And Samuel had poured the oil over him and said, this is God's anointed. But, but, but David didn't perceive it. And David fought and beat Goliath. But David didn't perceive it. And Saul was jealous of him and chased after him. And David didn't perceive him. And I'm going to tell you how carnal people are. Remember it says that Jonathan and David changed, exchanged clothes? even down to their boxers or their under underpants and people tried to make it something that it wasn't and turn it into something sexual and carnal. But what you missed was David, who was a, who came out of a unrenowned family uh, and had been in the sheepfold was now changing clothes with the prince of all Israel and all of the clothes fit. So you missed that when you were talking about the carnal piece, you missed that, 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 that the clothes to the heir of the entire kingdom fit him because <laughs> because it was made for him. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Winston and, and Sister Joyce. It was made. It was made for him. And so he was already king. Everybody knew he'd be king. Saul knew he'd be king. Jonathan, who was the son of Saul, who gave him the clothes, knew he'd be king. In fact, Jonathan said, I know I'm not going to be king and my father won't rule that much longer. Just come into a covenant with me that when you become king, you'll treat me and my family right. Everybody knew David would be king. In fact, we're told that when David was discontented, and David was struggling and David was depressed and David was going through what David was going through. And David went into a cave to hide that there were people who were also discontented and also struggling and also hurt who had also followed him into the cave because everybody knew David would be king and everybody knew David was king and everybody knew that God had anointed David, but David didn't see it. And this is what I came on here to tell you. 2024 is your year of great, greater and heightened perception. That's, that's, you've been praying for more resources. You've been praying for more provision, but you need to pray for a bigger vision. This is your year that you see clearly what it is that God has for you, that he's already made you powerful. He's already made you for some of you business owners. He's already made you parents for some of you. He's already made you spouses for some of you. He's already made that in you. And so now the prayer has to switch from God, open the door. God, open the door. God, make a way. to Lord, show me the way that has been made from the beginning of time that I've missed. That I've missed. Let me go here. Since we want it. And I, I got nothing but time. I know I said I wanted to be in Corinthians. So we're going to go to Corinthians. I'm going to tell you where, why I want to go to Corinthians. I didn't know what. See, there you go. My mind is perceiving what my spirit knew. My spirit wanted to be in Corinthians. I kept telling you I was in Corinthians earlier. Let me tell you the power of shrouded perspective. At versus clear perspective. Come with me to sit down in Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. See, I had to get here. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. We're in verse number. Uh, don't get me wrong. See, now, now I'm. Uh, hold on. I don't. Give me a second. Give me a second. Because we got to get this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This translation is not, this is an interesting translation, but here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Second uh, Corinthians chapter four, verse number three. But if our gospel is hid, it is hid to them that are lost. So essentially he's saying the gospel is not hid. The good news, I'm not talking about the gospel, just 
No, I'm talking about the good news for you and your life and what you're going through and your situation. But if it's hid, it's because we're lost, not necessarily lost in this great big world of perversion and sin, but lost. Because we have a tendency to get lost in this world. And I think that's what happened with David. So many things happened in his life that he lost. He lost the perspective of who he was. I know I've had that happen to me. I wrote about that in my book, Come Back Swinging. I talked about how when I was in prison, there was a period of time. <laughs> Y'all, this is how crazy it got. Because I couldn't make out calls there. You know, oh, actually, no, I couldn't make out calls. I couldn't receive calls. That's what it was. Couldn't receive calls, clearly. So... Uh, I called one of my friends who I would call every now and again, and he would just play videos for me on the computer. Like, I'm listening on the phone. He would put the phone next to a computer, and he would do this over the course of a year, maybe every couple weeks, sometimes every couple months, whenever we got a chance to talk. And sometimes they were, um, you know, it was preachers that were preaching, and sometimes it was motivational speakers, and sometimes it was just people in culture that were giving inspiration. I needed anything I could at that moment. And one time, he has me listening to this man who's talking about the power of going through the fire and gold and gold being refined and great things happening in, in dark places. And I'm listening to this message. I promise I'm not making this up to make it a better story. I'm listening to this message. I'm listening to it and it's hitting me particularly hard and the voice is really getting to me. And about three minutes into it, I realized why it was that this was hitting me so hard. And I hung up the phone. I didn't even say bye to him. I hung up the phone, went in the bathroom and just started crying. I may have cried harder than I've ever cried in my life. I'm going to tell you why I cried. It wasn't because I was in prison. It had been years at that point. You want to know why I cried? Because the voice I was listening to on the phone was me. Didn't even know it. He had, he, he, it was a speech that I made. Somebody recorded it. It had been uploaded to YouTube. And I was listening to something that I had said out of my own mouth years before. But I didn't even know it was me. Not that I didn't remember the message. Key of this, y'all. I didn't even recognize my own voice. I didn't recognize my own voice because life happened. Oh, life will take your perspective away if you're not careful. Life will make you feel like, oh my God, life will make you curse the day you were born. Can I just talk for, can I just talk? Joe wasn't the only one that said it. Life will make you look back and, and say, why in the world did I even come? And I had forgotten the sound of my own voice. You know, Moses, there's so much that I want to share, but I know we don't have the time. You know, Moses, you know how the Bible always talks about how Moses was a stutterer, and Moses was a stutterer, and Moses was a stutterer? It says in Hebrews, and I'm going to find the scripture for you so that way I'm going to put it in comments so y'all don't think I made this up. It says in Hebrews that Moses was a man mighty indeed. Hold on, y'all. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Y'all give me, you give me a second because I just, I want y'all to, I want you to get teeth to the fact that trauma will make you forget who you are. Give me a second. Oh, oh, okay. Let's go to Acts 7.22. I knew it was so, okay, there we go. Acts 7.22. This is going to, this going to bless you. Acts 7.22. It says, so that way you don't think I'm making this up. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. That's what the Bible says. So this is what I got to ask you. What did they know in Acts that Moses didn't know when he said, I'm, I'm a stutterer and I'm slow of speech? 
Somebody, either somebody's lying or we missed something. Because I, I just read to you in Acts 7, 22, so you can read it on your own. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. You want to know what it was? Both are true. The writer in Acts, who's Luke, is telling us about young Moses. 40-year-old Moses. Moses who was, because remember, it was 40 years, he was raised in the house of Pharaoh. Moses was the man. You heard? Moses sat at the knee of Pharaoh. Moses, there was nothing Moses couldn't have. Moses was, was essentially being raised to be a co-heir of the whole realm. So what happened between then and then when God encounters him on the backside of that mountain where he says, I'm a stutterer. I'm slow at speech. I'm going to tell you what happened. Life happened. See, we don't talk enough about that. We don't talk enough about the fact that life will take you through some roads that will make you stammer. You want to know how many people that I've mentored and counseled or dealt with, helped, and, and they have physical symptoms of emotional trauma. So you think they were born stuttering, but they weren't. They stuttering because of all the stuff that they've been going through. They're stuttering because they were touched as a child. They're stuttering because as a young adult, they had doors and they were put in cages for years. So it, 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 when I'm talking about the power of perspective, this is not just for you to feel like, oh, just get over whatever you're going through and let God bring you through it. I understand that life will bring you through roads that will make you forget who you are. It's what happened to Moses. It's what happened to David. I'm going to go out on the limb and say something here. I think it's what happens to all of us who are called by God, who go on the journey of what God has for us. I think there's a moment and a place and a season and a time where we forget who we are. And maybe it was good that I was afflicted. Maybe it's good that you forgot who you thought you were so you could be who you were supposed to be. Because who Moses was as prince, that wasn't who he was supposed to be anyway. That was just a training ground for what God would do in the latter part of his life. That was just a training ground. I know you thought that job, that school, wherever you went, whatever you go, I know that was your identity, but that wasn't you. And so this is a message about perspective. This is a message about not letting life turn you away from who you know yourself to be. It's a message about remembering, 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 re to be re-membered. I need my members to be together. I need my members to be together. Time out for being dismembered. Time out for being divided. Time out for being for division. Time out for, for fragmented pieces here and there. And time out for stops and goes and getting a little bit higher and taking two steps forward and three steps back. I need to be remembered and restored. And this is a message about restoration. This is what your 2024 is going to be. And then I'm going to go. This is what your 2024 is going to be. I want you to pray as we come into the new year that God would give you a clear sense of who you were called to be. See, it's going to take you clearing the slate of your mind, though, for what you thought you were supposed to be and what you think he's going to say because his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And his perspectives are higher than our perspectives. Even when we get the right perspective, it's still much lower. This is a time for clarity. No more groping in the dark. 
No more trying to figure things out and build the plane wise in the air. I believe that God wants to do that for his people. But you're gonna to have to switch your perspective. You're gonna to have to remember that you're gonna you are looking to walk into the finished work, not to ask God to necessarily do anything that wasn't already done. May 2024 be your best year. May it be a year of great creativity and innovation. May it be a year of heightened relationships and resources. May it be a year of great favor where people come into your life and amazing things happen. May it be a year of greater expectations. May it be a year of bigger manifestations. May it be a year where you play on a bigger plane and you impact more people. May it be a year of bigger influence and greater levels and more platforms. May it be a year where you stretch and you enlarge and you get things you never thought you could get. May it be a year where you touch people that you never thought you could touch it. May it be a year that blows your mind. May 2024 be your best year ever. And I know we say it every year coming into it, but we really got to believe it. When David perceived he was king, it says that that's when the kingdom was made secure in his hands. And we're still talking about David thousands of years later. Not just because of the physical kingdom that was in his hands at the time, but the spiritual kingdom of which Christ would come. We still honor the kingdom of David because the scepter, we're told, would never depart from between his feet. And all of it changed, not when he was anointed by Samuel, not when he beat Goliath in the field, not when he was in the cave plotting on his comeback, but when he had perceived that God had made him king. I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, thank you, Sister Joyce. It says, I thank and praise God for how he uses you and you are doing what saith the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Joyce. And keep me in prayer because I need to be doing more of it. I really do. <laughs> it's been, it has been an interesting year. It really, really has. But but what, what, what we do know, what we do know is that every um, temporal struggle None of it compares to the eternal glory that we're going to walk into. I love y'all. I love you. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. God wants to do it for you more than you want it done. I will talk to you soon. Take care of yourself. Peace!